Welcome to Rethink Retail, the show where we dive into the stories and strategies behind some of the most successful brands on the planet. From brick and mortar giants to e-commerce disruptors, we uncover the secrets to their success and deliver the keys to true retail transformation. So ask yourself, are you ready to rethink retail? The future of retail starts now. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Rethink Retail podcast. I'm Gabriella Bach, and I'm here today with Ben Miller, who leads the development of original content for two of my favorite trade shows, Shop Talk and Grocery Shop. And Grocery Shop is coming up, which, you know, has to be one of the biggest events of the year for the grocery space, with thousands of grocers and CPG brands flying in from all around the world to learn about what's hot in grocery. So, Ben, thanks so much for joining today. Absolute pleasure. Great to be with you today. So, Ben, a grocery shop is just a few weeks away, which is crazy because I feel like we just saw each other at last year's event. But it's now 2023. A lot of things have already changed in the grocery space. So let's kick things off by having you give us the insider scoop on what are the big themes we'll be exploring this year at the show. I think it's a really interesting point that we're all coming together at. I think there's so many interesting conversations right now because the industry uh, groceries is at quite a tipping point, quite a turning point. And so what, what, what do we mean by that? I remember when we got together for grocery shop last September, there was a lot of conversation around how you know, a lot of investment had gone in over the past couple of years coming out of the pandemic and during around pickup solutions around every the rush to curbside to out of necessity making that happen mm-hmm. and then there was a, a normalization yeah i think everybody has seen the e-commerce penetration growth curves that had this covid blip and growth rates have returned to almost normality what we've seen before in grocery we're looking at an e-com of 12 13 percent penetration so we have across retail, but particularly in grocery, we haven't seen the stellar rise of e-commerce for many categories, mm-hmm. some exceptions, but for many categories. So we were at the point last year where we, there was a recognition that this had happened, that we weren't going to be seeing exponential e-commerce growth. And there was almost an, a feeling of normalization mm-hmm. of an industry taking a breath and having the the perception, the space to to make some choices about what has been happening and and where we go next. Mm -hmm. Um, Almost, dare I say, it was going to be a bit boring. Well, the um, following 12 months has been anything but. It was only a month after we got together for the grocery shop last year that we had the announcement of Kroger and Albertsons merging, which has the potential to significantly change the landscape in US grocery. And then two months after we met, OpenAI launched ChatGPT. And suddenly the world went crazy for generative <laughs> AI. So, yeah, I think it was a lesson to everybody that you can never relax in in grocery, retail, CPG. We think we, yeah, we've probably knew that anyway. But it gave us a, a really interesting, a really interesting backdrop for some of those topics that we're going to be covering. And just on those two alone, we're going to start day one of the session with a keynote from Rodney McMullen, the chairman and CEO of Kroger, so we can everybody can hear exactly what the latest is on that from you know, one of the individuals who will be most 
affecting the US grocery landscape in, in the year mm -hmm. ahead. Um, and there'll be no shortage of conversations about AI and generative AI across the um, across the event. And you know, we think that you know, it has it is technology with genuinely transformational potential for the grocery industry. That we've only just begin on the journey of understanding what that can look like. And that's going to be a fascinating conversation. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everybody wants to know how we can leverage generative AI. Definitely from our end, hearing even some fashion brands and homeware brands, you know, using generative AI with, within their teams. But from the grocery sector, I haven't heard too many grocers talking about Gen AI yet. Can you share a little sneak peek on, on what we might learn at the event? Yeah, of course. We have produced our own bit of original research, looks at the opportunity for generative AI in grocery. And we've identified over 20 different use cases of the technology for grocery. Some are the common use cases that can be applied across any sector. So summarizing the code production, the analysis of chatbot data, the analysis mm -hmm. of customer research, you know, these sort of efficiency drivers. And um, there's, there's a whole other section of use cases either for now or in the future, which are around providing better customer service. So we're already seeing some retailers who are integrating you know, chat GPT or other generative AI technologies into their chatbots that are live on their websites that are mm. e-com. So if you're in France, you can jump on the Carrefour website and rather than typing into the search box fish, you can mm. type in, can you give me suggestions of a meal to feed a family for four, spending 30 euros and one of us is vegan and it can give you those suggestions. So those solutions are already out there. And then there's that whole area of creativity. So being able to produce vast quantities of differentiated creatives, copy, output that is specific to a market or a specific to a time. So great example, we know Unilever in, in the CPG space are already producing adverts to go on social media for their ice cream business based off the individual location-specific weather forecasts and whether we think this is going to be great for ice cream or not. So there's those sorts of examples. It's just a few of the range that we've already identified. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, the first tidbit that you shared with us at Carrefour was being able to type in meal plans, recommendations, and really speaking to that kind of consumer trend and consumer demand for convenience, which we're seeing more um, grocers sharing meal solutions within the store, but then also online as well. You know, people are very busy these days. And I think also kind of maybe a residual of the pandemic that consumers are seeking even more convenient meal solutions now more than ever. So kind of cool to see how grocers can integrate generative AI on their websites to provide even uh, more convenience and, and value to their customers. Completely, yeah. completely agree. And so obviously generative AI will be a big area of conversation. You know, share some of the other areas. So Shop Talk is for all retail. We spoke a lot in Las Vegas back at the spring of how omnichannel is becoming you know, passe. It's about commerce everywhere. Anybody can shop anything at any time from any place. Mm -hmm. And And also this idea of unified commerce, i.e. being able to have a very similar interaction in your in-store environment as you do on your online environment and being able to recognize an individual shopper and their behavior across 
offline and online areas. Now, we're, we've seen some great strides in that space in, for example, fashion retailing and luxury retail. Mm-hmm. One of the big questions is, well, what's its relevance to grocery? You know, when you're in that uh, efficiency-driven, multi-basket, multi-item, low-margin, low, often low-consideration environment, how do we apply some of these principles and some of this mm-hmm. technology? And so we're going to talk about that quite a lot because we can see some real use cases for, for some of the technologies that have been looked at before and maybe haven't made the grade. Say smart cards, for example. The unit price of smart cards and some questions about customer adoption has possibly held off their take-up. Mm-hmm. Now, when you add in the opportunity to be able to serve up personalized retail media opportunities on a smart card screen, mm-hmm. then we see some of, some retailers getting more interested. So we're going to look at a whole range of technologies and elements on digital transformation that are now becoming more interesting because of both AI and because of retail media. We're going to talk a lot about retail media. That was a huge theme. I'm sure you'll remember it from last year's mm-hmm. event. A lot of retailers wanting to be present to talk about retail media. A year on from really the point at that, which that boomed, we're going to look at what that means to relationships, how CPGs mm-hmm. are structuring to get the best out of retail media, and what's next, particularly retail media moving into stores and, and what does that look like and, and mm-hmm. what does that mean. And then you know, we're also going to spend a bit of time unpicking, and we've got a great range of birds and analysts to try and help us understand what's happening in the U.S. economy, what's happening mm-hmm. with U.S. customer sentiment that you know, pings, pings around all over the place at the moment, and then what did that, what therefore that means for grocery companies and CPGs going forward, and the, the investment climate, the economic climate associated with that. So all very relevant. And you know, last but by no means least, shrink and waste these on everyone's mind at the minute. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have a look at options and opportunities, particularly utilizing technology for grocery retailers to be able to reduce their shrink and waste. Absolutely. And, you know, such an important topic to discuss, you know, food waste represents a a, a huge loss of resources, you know, from crops to transportation to production, distribution, and then the waste of energy, water, land, like all goes into really bringing food into our grocery stores. And then you know, the food is discarded, it's wasted. It's a huge cost, as well as like the optics too, you know, consumers care a lot more about food waste, about the ethics behind it, you know, so it's not really just a matter of like economic prudence, but there's also, you know, a huge environmental and sustainable uh, stewardship that that sort of goes into that as well. So I'm super excited to hear more about that, because it's definitely something that keeps me up at night. I can give you two stats on that. One is the the societal prerogative to uh, about this area, and that's you know, the estimate that somewhere between forty and sixty percent of all food grown around the world is is wasted, which is frightening from a, a, a stewardship perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, then you take it into the grocery store. You know, the, there are grocery stores for whom wasting across all fresh categories can maybe cost somewhere in the region of two percent of turnover. Now, mm-hmm. you've got a grocery store that's maybe only making 3 or 4% net margin at the end of the day. Obviously, you'll never fully be able to eliminate that 2%. But sure. take half, half fresh waste. You could be looking at a half, you know, 
a 50% increase in your EBITDA for a retail store, which has the opportunity to really change the economics of grocery retail. So whether it is how AI is being used to forecast buying quantities, manage markdowns, um, Mm -hmm. how we combine that with ESLs to be able to dynamically do that for customers, technology around protecting fruits and protecting crops. There's a lot of... really interesting area that will be ripe for discussion as well as you know, theft organized crime and how computer divisions and other technologies can help retailers protect that and protect their employees in, in the process absolutely you know ben so you live in the uk so i, I kind of wanted to hear from you i noticed on the agenda there's a lot of grocers and CPG brands from across the world who are flying in. So Mondelez and a lot of snack and food brands out of Asia. So I kind of wanted to hear from you, you know, what are in your mind some notable distinctions that you've observed in the grocery industries of, you know, Europe and in the UK compared to the US? And then what do you think the grocery sectors on um, both sides of the Atlantic can can learn from one another at the show? What a, what a great question. I think there's a there's a dynamic that's here to the heart of this. So, so grocery is for food, drug, and convenience. Those are the sectors that we cover at grocery shop. Mm-hmm. And if you take the food element alone, if food has this is is wonderfully local and i think we all celebrate local cuisine around the world and 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 love local cuisine the process of retailing that and the process of how you influence customers and the opportunities created by social Mm -hmm. the dynamics within beauty categories these are increasingly global so Mm -hmm. we Whilst recognizing local food cultures, we think a grocery shop there is a there's more opportunities than ever to learn from other retailers and other CPG brands across across the world. So we're starting to dedicate a little bit more time and a little bit more of the program to mm-hmm. learning from you know, retailers around the world. So we have sessions on great e-commerce in Europe within grocery the e-commerce levels of e-commerce penetration in some western european countries are higher than in the us and there's really interesting activation doing so for example we're waitrose which is a more premium uk retailer and amazon are going to join the panel to talk about that we've got a section on latin america here featuring one of the senior leads from Walmart mexico which will be really interesting where we look at some of the great dynamics Particularly around formats, the format innovation in LATAM is, is really exciting and there's lots that we can learn from that. And we've got a brilliant presentation, which is capturing the latest of what's happening in, in, in Asia with a, a lean towards China, but looking at Asia Pacific. John Burke, who is tomorrow retail consultancy, spends a lot of time in that area and works with retailers right across that space. He's going to kind of bring together for our audience the latest dynamics. And yeah, this is the guy that used to run the e-cooperation with Walmart in China. So we bring together experts, retailers, and brands to talk about that. And across the other areas of the program, we will we are pulling from sort of global experts who can bring their expertise. So I'll give you one example. We're going to have a CPG-only conversation about retail media, which is all about how as brands you get 
the best return from your investment mm -hmm. into retail media. And we've got two global leaders on that from Mondelez and from Coca-Cola who can compare their experiences in China where the media landscape and the ability to interact customers is very different to what it is in the US, which is different again to to Europe. So what it's you know, we're very proud of, of Grocery Shop as a US show, but we think we can absolutely add more global elements, learnings and transferable learnings into that. So yeah, we'll be there'll be much more of that in 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 the week's time. So we've kind of dived in a little bit to um, what we can expect across the program, but we can also expect to see a ton of attendees sitting across from each other in your meetup spaces, which I think this is the first grocery shop that you guys have, have rolled out the meeting spaces for. Is that correct? Yeah, that's absolutely right. So we are, we're, grocery shop will be a free day event this year and it's going to be three full days. So what that enables us to do is put more networking opportunities in. So same level of content, more networking. Where are some of those opportunities? Well, we are... We've got a brand new party for retailers and brands that will be running on the first night that will have a level of theming to it. So if you want to go and try and find other peer-to-peers who are having some of the same challenges you have, there'll be some signposting mm -hmm. around to find them to help you know, with that peer-to-peer -peer connection and, and finding people. But then when you don't want serendipity, when you want to plan something, then we will be holding our meetups. So Meetup is exclusive to Shop Talk and grocery events within our within the retail world. It's unique to the Hive business that, that owns Shop Talk and Grocery. It's our opportunity for anybody who's attending to invite anybody else for a 15-minute one-to-one meeting, pre-scheduled at a specific time at a specific place. Um, when both parties agree, when there's a double opt-in, we we help them make that meeting happen. We'll run about 25 thousand one-to-one uh, wow. -one meetings over the course of grocery shop which means that across shop talk shop talk europe and grocery shop this year there'll be nearly a hundred thousand meetings that will have facilitated and it's by far the largest meeting program across any retail uh, event catalog and, and certainly the one with the highest proven uh, roi so and it, not only that it's just incredible energy to get involved with so yeah we hope everybody would come along will We'll, we'll, could the feedback and the NPS that we get out of that is incredible. So we know when people do it and you've got to put a bit of time in advance and to find the right people and to make those connections. But when you do, it, it's incredible. So I hope everybody will be able to get involved with that. Absolutely. It was so incredible to see an experience at Shop Talk earlier this year. Just the sheer amount of, of coordination that goes into that and, and such a valuable service to provide. So it can be so hard to, to meet up with people. You know, we're going back and forth on times. You're looking at your own schedules and then you're like, you know, where do we even meet? And then you're like, OK, meet me um, down XYZ Hall. And it can get a little confusing. And so just having that designated space and all of the timing and the planning, everything is mapped out for you. Yeah, truly, truly incredible uh, service to be providing at a conference at this scale. So I hope everybody who is attending really takes advantage of, of the Meetup portal. You know, Ben, kind of ending question, you mentioned the opening, opening night. And, you know, when I think of shop talk and grocery shop events, of course, I always think of the insights incredible insights and, and content that's shared at the show. But I also think of just like how well produced and just how much 
fun. You bake into the program agenda. You guys have had brass bands and drum lines and circus performers. Nelly even popped by for a performance at Shop Talk earlier this year. You know, so what kind of fun should participants expect at Grocery Shop this year? Great question. And, and this is actually part of the Shop Talk and Grocery Shop secret sauce. You know, we really invest in spaces that people want to be at. So that means we invest in the food and beverage that we provide and everybody gets very well fed and watered when they come to a shop talk or a grocery shop. We invest in the production, in the staging, the environment, the parties. This year, there is we are launching our bodega for the first time, which is our shop on the shop floor, which is highlighting some incredible new products and producers, all of which will be available for free. So bring a spare suitcase or, or maybe a carry-on. <laughs> um, and of course, we'll have our parties. So our beach parties are famous. We've got a lot of fun planned for that one. Uh, and we've got, a, we've got a special performer as well, but I think you'll probably have to come along and see who that's going to be. But there will be, we've got, we've got a big name who's performing as well. So there'll be lots of fun. And the reason we do all that is... If you want to be somewhere, then you're present mm -hmm. and you invest and you engage. And that's how Shop Talk and Grocery Shop create incredible communities because it's communities of people who want to be there, who want to learn, who want to make new connections and who want to drive the industry forward together. So we do everything we can to create the environment that makes those connections and those conversations as high quality as they possibly could be. Absolutely. And, you know, I always look forward to all of your events every year. You know, it's the one time that I'm actually excited to go to Las Vegas. So, you know, for our listeners, kind of last question then is, is there still time to sign up? And if so, where where can our, our audience go to secure their ticket? Yeah, absolutely still time. Everybody's welcome. Groceryshop.com will sort you out for a ticket. And yeah, look forward to look forward to seeing you and as many as many of your um, you know, retail leaders and thought leader community there as possible. Excellent. Well, make sure you go and and sign up, secure your ticket. Grocery shop is just a few weeks away. And for our listeners who still need to secure those tickets, Grocery Shop is offering a twenty percent discount for brands and retailers. All you have to do is go to the grocery shop website and type in code rethink20 to lock in your discount. Ben, I'll, I look forward to seeing you there and we'll have to have a have a toast at the Rethink Retail Bash. Shameless little plug. So we, we hope to see you all there. And I can, for anybody listening, I've had a little look <laughs> and um, the Rethink team have been able to secure what's possibly the best view of Las Vegas for their venue for their drinks. So um, I'll see you there. Thank you for listening to the Rethink Retail podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, apply at rethink.industries slash podcast guest. That's rethink.industries slash podcast guest. Follow us on Twitter at rethink underscore retail and show some love by subscribing on iTunes podcast app. Until next time.